Time to record. All right, everybody has to hit continue. Whenever everybody's ready, is everybody ready? Are you ready? Yeah. Um, because there's so many people, I'm probably just going to use the master audio file for this instead of going track by track. So nobody make any jokes that are terribly untoward. Great. Thank you. What? <laughs> Don't do anything too racy that could lose us a job. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm not editing this episode. There's too many tracks. No racial slurs and such. Got it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. See you guys. <laughs> yeah. Watch the racial humor and uh, stuff like that. Yeah. What about cussing? Oh, well, whatever. That's fine. Who cares about that? All right. <laughs> Here we go. <clears throat> Art, you can mute your mic. <laughs> <laughs> yep. This is the Christmas and coronavirus edition. <laughs> Two hosts. Tell me the most interesting thing on your mind right now. Sorry, I, 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 I was working on something. What was that? Two guests. You know, you guys really suck. Why is the floor wet? One inept producer. Wikipedia! Wiki, wiki, Wikipedia! Four intriguing topics. They talk. You listen. Disappointment follows. Welcome to That Was Disappointing. Remember to tip your veal and try the waitress. Off to a great start. I could feel the Christmas noose beginning to tighten. God help us. Good evening, everybody. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Um, Happy Kwanzaa. Festivus. Happy Kwanzaa. Whatever you might be celebrating. This is our Christmas week edition of That Was Disappointing. What is that? It's a major award. I am here, as always, with my co-host, Art Hall, who is battling something. Uh, He might be dead by the time this episode airs. We're not really sure. (laughs) That's for sure. We're hoping he's not. How are you doing, Art? I have certainly been better. Oh, sorry to hear. uh, Me too. And of course, we have our producer, Dave, here as always. Hello, Dave. I'm doing good too. (laughs) (laughs) And we are joined by uh, by a squadron of old guest hosts. We have uh, our guest panelist, I should say. We have Tim. Hello, Tim. Uh, we have Matt. Hi, Matt. It's been a while since we've had you here. Yeah, Matt, thanks for having me. <laughs> uh, we have Jeff. Hello, Jeff. Hey, everyone. 
Well, that sounds well. There's the energy we're looking for. <laughs> <laughs> you sound the way I feel. I like, my non-response was a better response than that. Yeah, honestly, Tim's like <laughs> waving at the camera was even better for something that's not visual at all. <laughs> we have Mike. Hello, Mike. Up and get Rona. Maybe. I'll have to wait and see. <laughs> like I said, if he's if he's still living a few weeks from now we'll know and right. lastly we have kelly hi kelly how are you i'm good how are you I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> so um since we have as many people as we do the format of the episode will be a little bit different than usual it'll be like our halloween episode where there's a bunch of rapid fire questions that we all get our two cents in on um i did want to ask if anyone has any holiday beverages with this with them this evening art i know you're not drinking uh however i have a bottle of pennsylvania dutch eggnog that i'm nursing right now yum um that is made with uh dairy cream rum brandy and blended whiskey huzzah uh does anyone else have anything holiday inspired with them I am drinking an uh, old bust head peppermint caramel macchiato stout. It's a little odd, but uh, not too bad. The, the regular caramel mac- macchiato stout was really tasty, so I figured holiday season, peppermint, good way to go. That is Tim's voice. Um, that is the way you recognize him when he's not waving at the webcam. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> How about everybody else? Um, I've got... Um... Uh, mold cider recipe here with um, spiced rum. Ooh. Mm-hmm. And anyone else have some good holiday libations? I, I don't have anything holiday related, but I did go with the champagne of beers tonight. So we'll see how that goes. I'm a boy, man after my own heart. <laughs> <laughs> what class? Anybody else? Today? Jeff, uh, no, Dave, Kerry. Nothing. Oh, wow. Nothing. Nothing for Kelly. All right. You guys are stone cold sober then. All right. Fair enough. Worst fair enough. maker so. in the world. I'm a cotton headed ninny muggins. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Art, remember, we cannot go back and edit this episode. So, so please be careful there with the drops because <laughs> I don't know what, what was going on there. <laughs> well, that was from Elf. So it's PG. So, okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Dave, I take it you will be the one reading off the questions this evening? That I guess I'll start with, yes. All right, go ahead. What is our first holiday-related question? Okay, you are in a movie, kind of like our Halloween episode. Are you the love-struck person who hopes to find true love over the holidays? The kid who will always believe? The one home alone? <laughs> the Grinch who doesn't believe? Or are you Santa himself? Well, considering that I first met Art and Dave when I was cast in Miracle on 34th Street in high school as Santa Claus, I think we know the answer to this question here. Plus, I have the beard, so I guess I'll be rocking Santa. How about you, Art? Um, awesome. Think, great. Great. Art. Thanks a lot. I'm going to have to go with the Grinch. <laughs> that just be but, that's just because you feel like shit this evening well yeah and also i did play uh drunken santa yeah miracle on the fourth 34th street i played drunken santa in that show 
You know, the one in the very beginning who can't crack the whip. I do not. Uh, that must be a, is that an alternate version of Miracle on 34th Street? Because I don't remember. <laughs> Have you not seen the movie? That's the one that Santa Claus, like, that's where Chris Kringle gets pissed off at the guy because yeah. he's just like the schlub who's hopped up on whiskey and he can't crack the whip. And then he like, that's how he gets his job at Macy's. So every time I see the, I don't even like this holiday, and I know more about it than the fucking movies. Than you guys. Jesus every Christ. every time I see the box art for Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street, it's Santa Claus with a little girl. I think it's Natalie Wood in the old version, and uh, Mara Wilson in the new version. Yeah. And you're saying that there's also a whip involved with this movie? Yes. Okay. Fair enough. If I had a whip sound effect, I would use it. Instead, you usually do. I, I do. I oh, I hey, I do. Did. There it is. Yeah, hey. <laughs> you, Kelly. Cool. How about you? Uh, I probably oh, love struck person who hopes to find true love over the holiday season just because every Hallmark movie that's the plot, <laughs> <laughs> and my mom loves watching all those so. Well, I will take on that role for her sake. <laughs> Lori Lachlan's in jail now, so they oh. have an opening, Kelly. You know, yes, I'm just saying. Dust off my resume. <laughs> 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 what about you, Matt? I'm going to go with the one home alone because that just sounds so nice these days to be at a home alone. That's quite relaxing. Yeah. And is this because of the wife and four kids or? Uh, the four kids, not so much the uh, wife. Gotcha. Sure. <laughs> nice save. Nice save. <laughs> yeah, she couldn't be listening in on this. Yeah, be careful. <laughs> what about you, Tim? Uh, Matt totally stole my answer. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and say uh, I'd probably be the Grinch, too, uh, just because, like, the whole who doesn't believe thing. I'm always the, the kind of skeptical type. I always have to analyze everything. And so people might see me as a bit of a Grinch. Fair enough. You, Mike? This may surprise people because uh, I, I do, it's, I'm not necessarily an optimist. I'm not, I'm not necessarily a, a pessimist either. I just kind of consider myself a realist, but um, it might surprise people to think that I am actually the one who believes in the Christmas spirits or the holiday spirit, whatever you want to call it. Cause um I do absolutely agree the world sucks, especially now, especially this particular year. But I don't know, every every year at least I've seen the probably the bare minimum amount of good in the world that still leaves me just that little smidge of hope uh, for humanity. And I'm all it's like I always notice it more towards the end of the year. So I'm the one that believes. Wow. How touching. Hey, we need we need more people to believe. <laughs> You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. Perhaps I should be like the Grinch after all. What about you, Jeff? Yeah, I'm gonna go with Santa. I'm fat. I'm bearded. Um, I like giving gifts, and I really want an army of midgets to follow my every command. So, little people, up. Jeff. Little people. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was vertically go. challenged. <laughs> With green booties on. 
Oh boy. Oh boy. I said what earlier it was gonna be left, Jeff. Right? What do you so want? Wait, so 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 wait, one last thing with the whole home alone thing, because I think Matt was the only one who said home alone. So I thought instead of wanting to have the house alone, it would be more Matt, you living out a fantasy of like taking out a few bumbling burglars. I'm be down with that too, and that sounds good. Slick. All right. All right. So fair enough. What is our next question, Dave? All right. Well, this year they seem to start on November 1st. What is the most awful Christmas song? <laughs> I, um, that's a bad one, too. Um, <laughs> I'd say that would be the one right there, right? <laughs> I have never. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. Have to remember, can't say anything controversial. Um, uh, it's what well, it depends <laughs> on what put it in the chat. Well, I was gonna I'll, say, put it in the I chat, and I'll say, tell you if it's okay. I, I was gonna say, what did the little girl or boy's mom die of in Christmas shoes? Oh, I don't know who gives a shit because I actually rooted for that illness. You rooted I, for you rooted for cancer. Is that what <laughs> I don't know what it was, but I hated that. But I hated that song. Uh, Christmas shoes is pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> that that is without a doubt the worst song uh, it, it's you know it, it reminds me of that song that came out back in the 80s with the little kids singing about you know not being beat by like their mom and dad i, I wish i could re remember what that song was called but it was that grating it was that terrible christmas shoes that is the only acceptable answer here and there's a reason why for one year it was all over the radio and then after that it vanished it's because everybody hates that effing song anyway matt tell us how you really feel (laughs) (laughs) matt what is your least favorite um uh, i and i um, personally i love christmas music so as soon as thanksgiving's over i'll listen to it pretty much all day long so there aren't many that i don't like but i've i don't know the name of it but whatever the one is by mariah carey constantly all i want want christmas yeah there you go that one i have to say if there's any that i can't stand that one by the way i have to say every year i i do a where where are you when you first heard that song because it is the most epitomous song of the entire season (laughs) and this year it was 11 7 a.m on 11 29 that i heard that for the first time this year and i I promise you i'll hear it at least 300 more times yeah then you're not listening joe you haven't heard it yet <laughs> well, i used, uh, it, on, I used uh, it on instant on uh, i used i did a reel on instagram and i used that song <laughs> joe is this the song you uh you were talking about hold on a second here which one christmas shoes or the one with the uh kid? no the uh the little children being beaten one god yeah is this I the one here this. Pretty sure that's it. <laughs> I don't think we can play too much of it. <laughs> Are you... Wait for it. <laughs> the lyrics come up soon. Here it is. Yes, that's it. Yes, that's it. That's it. It's so bad. <laughs> I'm changing my answer to what Lex just said. <laughs> this, is not, this is not a Christmas song. This is not a Christmas song. It just it's a song dear about Mr. Little... Of course it's Christmas. It's Dear Mr. Jesus. That's what it's called. <laughs> dear Mr. Jesus? Dear oh. Mr. Jesus from I've 19... never heard this song before. 1987. 
a story about a little girl beaten black and blue. Jesus Christ, this is a terrible <laughs> song. <laughs> wow. I'm just looking is through the lyrics. This is really disappointing. Mr. Jesus, not to get beat anymore. I mean, what's the? I, I've never uh, heard. Apparently. Wow. Sorry. <gasps> continue on. That's let's hard. actually go with. Uh, <laughs> on that note, <laughs> let's go with Mike next. Mike <laughs> yeah. How do you follow that? <laughs> um, yeah, the Mariah Carey one's pretty fucking annoying. Um, simply like, simply because it's it, like it just gets overplayed. Like you know, it's like. Mm -hmm. From now until New Year's Eve, you'll you'll hear it like around you know around the clock every single day, and um, so yeah, it's just it's like it's not so much there, there's nothing particularly wrong with the song itself. It's just more of the fact that it just gets played over and over and over and over again. Yeah, but, yeah. Like I want to ask, when you were working retail, um, how many times during the holiday season would you hear that song, approximately? I just started blocking it out after a while. I just like <laughs> became white noise to me after a while. <laughs> All right, so let's go with Jeff next. All right, so I got a little bit of a cop-out answer. Um, but I like the very traditional Christmas song. So the Bing Crosby, the Burl Ives, the Dean Martin type okay. traditional Big Christmas song. So for me, pretty much any Christmas song made after 1990 <laughs> is, is, is kind of persona non grata for me. If I hear anything that's modern, if it's got a synthesizer in, I turn it off. Um, with that said, though, I did Google the worst Christmas songs. And apparently Tiny Tim, Art's favorite musician, has a song called Santa Claus Has Got the AIDS. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. Uh, it says here it was recorded in 1980 and didn't get released till a decade later. So, Art, if you could find that real fast. Play that for the group. I am already on it. I oh. didn't think. I didn't think. Here, here we go. Here we go. Oh, this is Santa Claus saying I won't be around this year. I'm a bit sick. Santa Claus like has art. got the AIDS this year, oh and he won't be around to spread his Christmas cheer. The, the reindeer all look blue. They know what he's going through. Okay, that's enough of that. But 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 Jeff, that that's 1980. You said yourself as long as it's you know as long as it's not after 1990. Yeah, it's a generalization. I don't like modern Christmas songs. Um, you know that one actually wasn't too terrible. I, I was kind of digging it a little bit. I, I kind of want to see how it plays out. I want to see if Santa gets better or if he kicks it. I think we still have to hear from Tim and Kelly. So, well, Kelly, what what would you? What's oh my your answer? God, I don't know. I I um, I was always a big um, listener of Christmas music as a kid. Um, I tortured my family, listened to it probably shortly after Halloween. Um, oh God, I used to listen to all the traditional stuff too. Um, I don't, I, this is going to be a very boring answer, but I always, I think probably one of my least favorite ones was O Tannenbaum. If oh, anybody remembers that one. Oh, you're killing me. You're killing me. Well, That's my German heritage right there. Well, <laughs> yeah, maybe it was just the version that was on my dad's record. It was, you know, this really slow choir singing the song like this. And it was, it was kind of painful because um, I liked the happy, you know, more joyous running around the living room waiting for Santa with the presents and stuff like that that I liked but um yeah probably that I'd have to say too um uh 
Yeah, I can't. I was Googling it as, as you guys were talking about, since I do like most Christmas songs too, but the Christmas shoes on this the list of 20 or whatever is definitely on it. Who, who mentioned it? Was it was that Jared that mentioned yeah, it? Yeah, the right. Christmas one. But um, yeah, there's some doozies on here that I've never heard of. Um, like the whole Star Wars Christmas album is listed here. Oh. The new Kids on the Block Christmas album. So, I'm, you know. I'm surprised that no one's mentioned, and, and Tim, I, I know you still have to go here, but no one's mentioned Grandma Got run over by a reindeer yet just because i just because i know there's a lot of controversy around that one too that song is amazing before everybody before everybody speaks tim tim what's your choice so uh i'm kind of the opposite of jeff in a lot of way here because the uh the old like traditional ones are my least favorite now i don't like just dislike them all outright uh kind of to kelly's point like the slower more like downbeat like otana bomb silent night like there's like I don't want my Christmas music putting me to sleep. I like right. I like the Twisted Sister Christmas album. <laughs> I like you know I like I like a lot of the new new stuff that's that's really a little different, a little more um, exciting and interesting. So yeah, uh, probably Silent Night I guess is, is the answer there. And I just wanted to throw in that mine is uh, Little Drummer Boy. Oh yeah. Oh, I forgot you didn't go in yet. Or I'm sorry. <laughs> I I hate that song with such a fiery passion in my belly. Rump a bump bump. Oh, I want to punch you in the throat right now. <laughs> Angela from The Office's favorite song. I was I thinking did, about that too, as I was like, yeah, that is her favorite song. I did <laughs> like the chipmunks versions of any of the songs though when I was little. That's true. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah. All right, Dave. What's the next topic? All right. Who thinks they have a weird Christmas tradition? And I'll start with this one. I don't know where my wife started this, but she has orange flavored cinnamon rolls every year for Christmas. Delicious. And those things are nasty. <laughs> Tim, you are just <laughs> insane. <laughs> All right. So, so every Christmas Eve and, um, and if anyone else, you know, um, if, if anyone else would like to go here first, please let me know. Uh, every Christmas Eve, um, I turn on the, <laughs> my sister and I get together. It's an old Lex family tradition that we watch a Christmas story. It's very first airing on TBS at 8 PM, uh, because they have the 24 hour marathon. Now there's a lot of controversy about that movie. My wife hates the movie. My mother-in-law hates the movie. Uh, I've had coworkers who hate the movie and it's, and it, it's one of those film, films that I love. Um, it's something that I always do every Christmas Eve. And while I watch the movie, I, uh, we also enjoy Chinese food, which, at, which if you've watched the movie, you know, that's how it ends. So uh, with their, with, with of course their grand meal being ruined and them having to go out for takeout Chinese food. So that's the, alert. <laughs> spoiler alert from from a movie made i think back in 1983 <laughs> but, yeah, spoiler alert. so uh that is uh that is our you know that is what we do every holiday season uh who would like to go next um anybody uh okay matt yeah, I was just going to say similar to you, Joe, every uh, Christmas Eve, my this is my wife's tradition, um, her family's tradition, we'll, we'll go out for Chinese food uh, to the same Chinese restaurant every Christmas Eve. And at the time, I thought it was weird, but uh, now I look forward to it every year. <laughs> Absolutely. 
look, it's smiling. <laughs> Christmas story. That's a line from the movie. <laughs> Tim, Tim, yes, go so ahead. I've, I've kind of got a couple of answers to this, but like, I, I feel like we might touch on some of these things in future topics. Go ahead. So, go ahead. Um, I'll, I'll go with one that's less likely to come up. On uh, Christmas Eve, we do exchange uh, like one gift, well, technically two, uh, early. And we always give everyone in the family gets uh, like a pair of pajamas or like boxer shorts to sleep in and a book. And that's a nice tradition that we've always had for Christmas Eve. Very nice. How about you, Art? No tradition. Well, actually, no, I, I, sorry. I do. You heathen. I know. No, I was thinking about it. (laughs) The one tradition that we do have as a family that I didn't really get the benefit of until a few years ago was that every year we would videotape opening the gifts. And that ended up coming back to be a very beneficial thing because one of the gifts I gave was an edited compilation through the years that reduced both my parents to tears because you got to see the family growing up together from the 80s until 2015 or so. So every year we record Christmas morning and that's just, uh, it's not, I don't know, maybe it's kind of weird, but it's just sort of like a nice time capsule to see, you know, things through time. Now, Art, since you have family abroad, did you send those tapes to the family abroad like we did? No, no. Um, you know, Christmas in Brazil is actually different in that <clears throat> uh, Christmas in Brazil is really Christmas Eve. Um, that's their big thing is like the day before is more about it than the, the day of. So yeah, we've always actually sort of just done our separate things. Yeah. Now, now let me ask you, Art, um, you know, and I hate to keep you talking. I, I know you're trying to rest your voice a little bit, but, but I am curious, uh, just because your wife is Jewish. I was wondering if now that you, you know, now that you're married and such, you know, has your Christmas, you know, has anything changed really with the, with, with with what you do on christmas you know is there any jewish like traditions or anything that you've like incorporated Uh, what we actually do is now just like um a guest who's not here but has been ben we are now a two celebration household so we get to celebrate hanukkah and christmas they each have their own period though we decorate for both correction my wife decorates for both because she's more the decorator (laughs) but yeah we just celebrate each one and give it each its own space but you know, they sort of blur together, but yeah, it hasn't really changed anything other than just sort of adding another, um, another period of celebration and gift giving. Very nice. Uh, I think we still have to hear from, uh, Jeff and Kelly and Mike, if they have anything to add to this topic here, Kelly. Oh yes. Um, I don't know if it's weird. It's just, it's a family tradition in my household. Uh, my mom's side of the family there, um, part of them are Slovak. So we do, my grandmother started a Slovak tradition on Christmas Eve, um, where we have all of these Slovak foods and everybody has to have a little of everything, no matter if you hate it or not. So growing up as a kid, that was a very tough meal to get through because I hate, hated probably 90% of the food that was on the plate. Um, but the tradition started where everybody minus the children, uh, the first thing before dinner starts is everybody has, has, has to have a shot of whiskey. So they pass the shots around to everybody. So I was so excited when I finally turned 21. I was like, I get my shot. Cause I sat through those, all those meals where I never got to have one. So you have the meals, all the different foods. And then when the meal's over, we all share, we all crack these nuts together. Um, and 
pass the plate around, take a piece of a nut and then a piece of fruit. And the story goes, if you're ever lost or if you've ever lost your way in life, um, remember those that you've shared the, these, this fruit and nut with, and you will always find your way home. So as a kid, it never really made sense to me, but now that I'm an adult and I'm, you know, away from my family most of the year, you know, I, I really like that tradition. And a couple of years ago, my aunt, aunt who continued it after my grandmother passed away, she was like, you know, we're all getting too old to do it. So, you know, I think I'm not going to, you know, have it this year. I like had a meltdown. (laughs) I was like, no, you have to have it. That's the last thing of my childhood. So (laughs) she was very gracious and ended up she still has it to this day. So it's kind of my favorite thing is to have all these weird foods that I now actually love everything that we have. And I get to have shots with my dad sitting next to me and my aunts and uncles and cousins. And so it's nice. This will probably be a topic on next week's show because I'm sure, I'm sure we'll do something for new year's as well. Um, Not like this, but, uh, but you know, if there's any traditions and whatnot, and there's something that, you know, a Germanic thing that we've done each year, um that's something you eat on new year's eve that's supposed to bring good luck in the year and well mm-hmm. let's just say after last year it didn't work out so much but <laughs> but it's something we we do but that's a topic for next week awesome uh, you've already mentioned what that is too joe on a previous okay, well, episode fair man. enough will my you can bring it up again. now if you'd like no it's just pickled herring but 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 uh, yes it's it, yeah, yeah, it's very gross. Oh, is that me <laughs> from the Thanksgiving episode art? Yeah, it, actually, it was. <laughs> uh, let's go with uh, Mike next. Mike, is there anything you all do special on Christmas Eve for Christmas? Um, yeah, I guess the only real uh, tradition uh, we have is uh, my, I know everyone has their like kind of go-to Christmas movie to watch and um for me, uh, Christmas Christmas Eve, I have to watch um, A Muppet Christmas Carol. Uh, <laughs> reason it's that specific movie that just gets me more into the movie than, you know. So yeah, Muppet is, that the, is that the one where Michael Pl- Michael Caine plays Scrooge? Michael Caine, sorry. Yep. Okay, got it. Cool. And uh, so- lastly, Jeff. Um, so my wife and I, when we were dating, we used to go to the movies every Christmas Eve and that tradition is pretty much carried out and we'll probably end this year. I don't even know if there's a theater open well, around here. Wonder Woman will, will be launching live in the theater plus HBO Max on Christmas Day. So perhaps you could have a date night planned around that. Yeah, man, probably not because I have HBO Max. I'm not going to pay for something I'm getting for free. Uh, Come on, handy man, set up a movie theater outside. <laughs> Yeah, I guess I could do that. But there's a, a projector in a bed sheet. If it's even open. They were they were showing more uh classic movies. Like they had Star Wars, Indiana Jones, stuff like that playing. So it might still live. I don't know. We'll see. Fair enough. All right, Dave, what is our uh, I think we have time for a, another topic or two here. What's our next one? All right. Here you are, little Johnny. So excited for Christmas. And you get that most disappointing Christmas gift. What was it? <laughs> oh, boy. Um, I, I, I think we can all it. agree it's the same thing. Clothing. <laughs> no, well, yeah. no. No, I disagree. No, I so you're saying about... that as a child you enjoyed getting slacks? 
Yeah. I didn't really get clothes that much for yeah, Christmas. Socks, man. Socks oh, you were did. the worst. It sucks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. Let's say, let's say like like a toy though, not not clothing. Like I mean, you know, there there was one thing you wanted. You wound up with something else and said like you wanted a, you know, let's say growing up in like the eighties, you wanted a Nintendo. You wound up with a Sega Master System. What you, you you know, which has its own merits, you know, but I mean, you know, something you were disappointed by, not just clothes, you know. Um, I would say that um, <laughs> if there's any wrestling fans out there, which I'm guessing there's not on this podcast, but um, one of the greatest wrestling games of all time was called uh, WWE No Mercy for the Nintendo 64. It, it is like the standard of wrestling games. And, uh, it, you know, it, it was just the best thing since sliced bread. And I thought I was getting that for Christmas and my mom bought me the wrong game and bought me one that was kind of like viewed as like the asshole of wrestling games. And so I wound up with that one instead. And it, you know, you know, that was kind of shitty. So, so that is the one I would have to go to. I got screwed out of WWE, no mercy. Let's go with, uh, oh, Jeff actually has a copy that he's holding up to the camera right now. Yeah, I stole this from your house when you weren't looking. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happened. <laughs> it was a Merry actually, Christmas for you that year, Joe. Actually, let's go with Jeff next. Jeff, is there anything you... Uh, you yeah, know? I was trying to think. Um, nothing really stands out as being a really disappointing gift i do remember and this is actually kind of also video game related i got a copy of black you remember blaster master back on the nes oh hell yeah that was a great game right yeah well at the time i didn't know i didn't want it like i i don't know why just something about it i didn't want that game so i remember like um i think i would have wanted mario rollers 2 or something and instead i got that game and i remember like looking at it and then you know, putting it in the corner and then probably revisiting it like six months later and tell my mom, I really didn't want this. And she's like, we wish you had told me I could have returned it, blah, blah, blah. So yeah, that one is the only thing that sticks out in my mind is the a Christmas gift that I really was pumped for. Now, now would you be disappointed this year just because, you know, I'm actually shocked because Jeff is a guy who I've known in, in the past and I guess he's I guess age has done something to him because he would always have consoles at launch. And I know that, uh, that as of today, you're still PlayStation five and Xbox series X list. That's correct. Um, yeah. So yeah, would you be disappointed if you didn't wind up with one for Christmas morning? Uh, no, I don't think that's going to be happening. Uh, <laughs> my disposable income has gone down with each child. So um... <laughs> I'm happy just to have a tree. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's. Uh, who else has? Uh, who else has what has an example here that they'd like to uh, that they'd like to tell us? Uh oh, looks like everybody's thinking about something. I'm, that... I'm kind of. I don't know. I feel like maybe like when I didn't get the thing I wanted, my brain just considered it a traumatic experience, and I just blocked it out, and I can't remember because I really only remember the times I did get the things I wanted. That, like there's only a few that really stand out like there's this one computer game that i wanted really bad one year and like i knew i was getting it because leading up to christmas there was this box under the tree that was all wrapped and everything but it was this like really weirdly like distinctly shaped box it wasn't rectangular it was like a trapezoid on one side and then like it, it was just a really bizarre shaped box so i was like well that's clearly what i'm getting but uh 
But yeah, like the, the shitty gifts, uh, I think of socks. I do remember getting socks and being pissed. Well, that's the that'll... only thing I can <laughs> well, tell you what, how about it if we put a pin in this discussion here? Because it seems like everybody else is kind of is kind of wondering as well. What is the one gift, you, you know, Dave, I, I hope you don't mind if I steal your thunder here. Uh, what is the one gift that absolutely blew you away? And I, oh, Kelly, please. <laughs> um, was uh, probably my most memorable favorite gift I ever got. I was nine. I think I was nine. And I got my kissing Barbie. Probably, I almost didn't care about anything else that, that I had, that, I, that Santa brought me. Um, and I was so excited when I got her. She had this little button in her back. And she came with this little tiny um, watery lipstick that you put on her lips. And she had the, the button, you pushed it, and it made her head tilt a little bit and her her lips were puckered and so i was going around all christmas with all my uh, everybody that was over at my parents house so, i was taking kissing barbie going around and she was kissing everybody so that was the most and she i have her to this day she's sitting on my bookcase over so my they house. made whore barbie <laughs> hey now, like now with action words, art. Now, now with like action packed motion no she no was no oh dress with these beautiful little lips all over them she was spreading love and joy yeah we'll go with that she was definitely (laughs) i i always go for um uh with my wife you know she knows i always go for you know i'm more the person who likes to spend i guess you could say like like to like to me i like buying gifts for people uh she really goes the heartfelt route and she always blows me away with with what she does and and what she did was a few years ago you know she would vanish once or twice a week go over to her mom's and i didn't know what was going on dave <laughs> shut the hell up <laughs> i didn't know what was going on i didn't know what was going on but what happened was i had lost a ton of weight and um she had taken all my old wrestling t-shirts got god we were talking about wrestling twice now on the christmas podcast i do he took all my old wrestling t-shirts and made me a blanket out of them like this huge beautiful blanket and it was something that she spent like i mean just months on and to me that was the most like like you know that that just you know not just because it was a big milestone in my life all 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 that weight i lost but just you know but just the caring behind it as well uh that's the one that really really got me and it still cracks me up to this day just because i posted a picture of it on reddit you know you know just saying this is awesome what what my wife made blah 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 and one of the people in the comments said would you (laughs) sell it to me for $200. $200. And everybody wrote like, why would you want another man's old, dirty t-shirts made into a <laughs> It doesn't matter because Joe sold it and that's how he yeah, got his Xbox. For one, he said it was heartfelt and two, you. <laughs> <ew, laughs> I mean... <laughs> Wait, are you serious? Are you kidding? But, no, he, he didn't. I'm completely serious. Oh. <laughs> I'm completely serious. Uh, but that is, yeah, that's the one that got me. Um, who else has a, a gift that to them with like the best gift ever. Yes, Art. This gift really got me. I definitely have breast cancer. Wait, what? 
The room. The room. <laughs> Never mind. Joe doesn't know. It's all <laughs> I don't know. I have okay. It's the gift that keeps on giving. So is there actually a gift or is it just the room? Um the 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 gift was being let out of my my uh basement cell every year for that one beautiful morning before being locked up again. You are a very special person, Art. <laughs> now I think the medication's kicking in because I'm not even sure what I'm saying anymore. That's the oxy. There you go. <laughs> All right, let's go with uh, let's go with Matt next. Matt is is there one gift that stands out? Yeah, I've been trying to think through that. Um, I guess if I could think of one, um, it was a gift my wife gave me early on in our marriage. Um, that I had this one watch that I absolutely loved and I lost it. I lost it. I don't remember how or where, but I, I was just gave that one thing that you just really, really enjoy. And I loved that watch and how it fit. And um, I had lost it for months and completely forgot about it. And she managed to find the exact same one and got that for me for a Christmas gift. And I don't even think I was expecting it. And it just, that's the, the one that stands out just because of uh, how surprised I was by it. Um, so and that's I still have that watch. Magi. Oh, that's so sweet. Do you guys know that story? Gift of the Magi? No. no? I know the gift of Magi, but not a watch. Yeah, it was, he, <laughs> she cut her hair off, the wife cut her hair off to buy the chain for the pocket watch for her husband. And her husband sold the pocket watch to buy a beautiful comb to put in her beautiful long hair. Oh, okay. <laughs> Matt, you should know this. Yeah, I should. Yeah, I, I don't. Man. <laughs> Ooh, I have to brush back up on my studies. Um, yeah, yeah, a that's the story. Yeah, yeah, sounds like it. Yeah. But, you, Jeff, uh, grandfather. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry, Matt. No, and Dan, for good luck. Unfortunately, How about you, Jeff? Um, the best gift I ever got was the gift that the wife's or Matt's wife gave me was a watch. <laughs> It was great. <laughs> Fantastic watch. So that's where that watch went. <laughs> it was right around May. <laughs> Sounds about right. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know if there's I mean I, I've had a number of really great gifts. I don't know. I'm trying to think of something that was like really super sentimental, but um Nothing's really coming to mind. That's Jeff's way of saying the, that that all he gets is video game consoles. Everything yeah. he wants, he just buys himself. So <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> yes. I gave myself some fantastic gifts over the years. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Nothing's coming to mind. All right. Well, Mike, Tim, uh, do either of you have one? So are we still, are we doing best, best? We're doing best now. Like, like, like the one that really touched you, like, like, like the one gift that really got you. Cause I, uh, I never did a worst gift. Uh, we, I kind of stopped that. Would you rather say what your worst gift was? Uh, it's a more interesting story. <laughs> well, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Um, so my worst gift was, um, yeah. Uh, yes, it was clothes, but it like uh, I I I love getting clothes. Like you know, it saves me uh you know uh, a trip to you know buying buying stuff for myself. But um, 
I would say yeah, the worst gift I got was from an ex who she had like fancier tastes. And, you know, anyone that knows me knows I'm just more, you know, casual and laid back. I don't mind getting dressed up once in a blue moon, but, you know, for the most part, I just like to uh, dress casual. And she had got me pretty much like a small wardrobe of stuff that I would never wear. And she knew I would never wear it. And it's like, you just got this because this is the way you want me to dress, not the way I actually dress. <laughs> so to me, that was like the worst gift I ever got. <laughs> and it's like, for me, it's like, I'm really like, I'm really good about receiving gifts. Like, you know, if you, if you take the time to give me something, you know, I'm, I appreciate that. But the fact that it's like, you, this was something you, you know, you're projecting something onto me. And so, yeah, that was my worst gift. <laughs> Funny enough, that kind of is the opposite of my, my, story for the the good gift side of things uh mine's actually also from an ex uh and it is very memorable because it really did catch me off guard um it, it, the relationship honestly wasn't going great at that point in time and it ended up ending shortly later but she got me a game boy advance and i was i was thrilled at the at the gift and also very upset because it made it that much harder because the relationship was not going well. I was say Game Boy Advance. This must have been a long time ago. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. This was this was like this was like when Game Boy Advance first came out. This was like 2001, 2002. So yeah, right around the time of the money shot art. <laughs> Slick. All right. So uh, Dave, what do you think? We have time for one more topic. Sure thing. Oh no. <laughs> oh this fine piece of cinema <sighs> so know, hey it's got five out of five stars from from all reviews on uh prime thank Video. you ben <laughs> <laughs> well except for the one guy who who gave you a one star review oh sorry about that was that you joe <laughs> that really pissed chris off <laughs> <laughs> Chris was hoping a couple of one-star reviews it would get pulled. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, best Christmas candy. We all put candy canes on the trees. What is your favorite Christmas candy? And I'll go first. It's a relatively new one, but the Christmas tree Reese's. That's not a relatively um, new one. That's what everybody is going to pick here. It's Reese's tree. No, it's not. Don't tell me what I'm picking, Joe. <laughs> yeah, don't tell almost, me what I'm about, son. <laughs> almost everybody is going to pick the Reese's Christmas tree. But go ahead, Dave. I, I, I'm saying it's the Reese's Christmas tree. Yeah. It's got crack inside of it, and it's amazing. <laughs> I'm going to have to say that it's the Reese's um, pumpkins. That is not a Christmas treat. <laughs> it's a holiday gourd. Okay, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If it's Reese's, yeah, yeah, that's my uh, that's my crack, as Dave said. So I, I don't think I'm kind of curious as to what Matt and Tim are going to say because I don't think that there's any acceptable answer here other than the Reese's Christmas tree. But go ahead, Tim. Uh, for me, actually, a holiday uh, candy treat has always been peanut brittle. Uh, my grandfather <laughs> was a big fan, and I 
grew up with uh, similar tastes uh, in a lot of ways. Actually, funny enough, I eat a lot of stuff that is like kind of old traditional sweets and stuff and like ice cream flavors. I like like butter pecan. And one of the women I used to work with just always called me old man because of it. But yeah, peanut brittle, man. It's good stuff. You, Matt? You're like, um, right so... your teeth, man. <laughs> So every year my wife makes these sugar cookies that um, they're covered in, in sugar, obviously. And then they're, um, she puts a peppermint Emma or peppermint Hershey kiss on top after she bakes them. So I, I do enjoy that. It's delicious and refreshing. So that's my, probably my favorite. How about you, Kelly? Oh gosh. Um, my family bakes a ton of cookies every year and nut rolls. And I mean, it's a, my mom's freezer, um, probably in another week or two will be completely full of cookies that everybody's going to eat for the next three months. Um, Oh my gosh. One of my favorite ones that she makes is it's called a Russian tort and it has like apricot filling and these nuts and, you know, these, um, phyllo dough layers to it with this honey on top. Oh, it's, it's, it's amazing. So I would always sneak a bunch of those in my room and, you know, scarf down on those until I had a sugar high. <laughs> nice. So I to say my rush, my mom's Russian tort. I think that, um, I think that Hershey's owns Reese's, correct? I'm pretty sure they do. Um, know. you know, yeah. Come, yeah, they do. Come to think of it, along with the Reese's Christmas trees, um, I really like the big, <laughs> I'm trying to avoid this stuff because I'm not trying to put the weight back on, but they, um, I used to get a, a, like a two foot Hershey's Christmas bar that had like a holiday scene on it, like each Christmas, uh, Hershey's chocolate and Reese's are, are my two top ones. So, so you say a two foot bar, it's like a two foot bar. It might've been one foot, but still, holy shit. it was a big Christmas, you know, it was a big Hershey bar. It's a big I, diabetes cylinder. I can eat one like. in one go. I, I never got in one go. I never got anything that big chocolate for Christmas, but at Easter, I would get like a one pound chocolate Easter punny back in the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Same. Uh, Jeff, is there anything that sticks out as far as candy goes? So it's not necessarily, I guess, candy. But um, every Christmas, my mom makes these awesome M&M cookies, homemade family recipe kind of thing. Um, she gave it to my wife. She now makes them. So I look forward to that every Christmas. Nice. So, I don't know if it's a candy, but it's the holiday treat I look forward to the most. Yeah, cookies mine count. wasn't. I mean, mine was a baked good. So. Yeah. What about you, Mike? Uh, my favorite uh, Christmas uh, candy or treat is um, that uh, it's... Uh, that chocolate that's shaped like an orange and you know, uh, the wallets that make it like the little orange slices. Yeah, that's my favorite. Yum. That's good. Nice. Now I'm, all, now I'm yeah. hungry, guys. Good one. <laughs> <laughs> so I, uh, I, I think we, <laughs> um, as our listeners know, be, because we've mentioned this in various podcasts, uh, we do have a chat running uh, while while we do this podcast. Um, you, you know, just to, you know, usually Dave clues us in the various topics. He'll research something while we're talking. Just let us know if we're talking out, out of our ass, which we usually are, or something else. An interesting conversation we've had ongoing here, and I think most people ha- have already 
have already talked here in the chat, but I did want to mention it here right before we go. Die Hard. Christmas movie or not? I thought we weren't supposed to be controversial, Joe. The answer, the answer <laughs> is yes. That's the shortest topic you could ever present to us, Joe. Is so, it a movie? I, I, I recently had a conversation with a friend about this, and he took a real hard stance on the no, Die Hard's not a Christmas movie. Uh, so basically his argument was that for something to be a Christmas movie, it doesn't just have to take place like during Christmas. It has to be about Christmas. So... And- so I, I had a counter to that and mine as well by your logic any movie can be a christmas movie because christmas is about different things to different people which oh, yeah which he responded okay sure fine that's that's okay if you want to say that like mean girls is a christmas movie because christmas is about punishing bad people that's fine but if you try to say that sort of thing you're the same kind of idiot that gets mad because the airline won't let you take your emotional support scorpions on the flight with you <laughs> Well, wait a minute, Tim. You've already established that it is a Christmas movie in the chat when you quoted "Ho, ho, ho!" Now I have a machine gun. Oh no, so I agree. He's clearly in the Christmas spirit of giving, so <laughs> he's giving the terrorists Here, have some a piece lead. of his a piece of his lead. So he, it's it's giving. Yeah, it's Christmas. And just I, for the record, it came out on July fifteenth. I gotta agree with your friend, Tim. I don't. Oh boy, I know I'm opening myself up here. I don't Shut think that's a up. Christmas movie. I think it's a great movie. I think it's a great movie, but it's not a Christmas. In my opinion, it's not what a Christmas movie. What are you talking movie. about? If I remember right, and Dave, you can do the research here, wasn't one of the Lethal Weapon movies also the very yeah, first at one? At a Christmas? Yeah, it was Christmas. And, you know, yeah, no one talks right. about that being a Christmas movie. You know what I mean? So it's because Die Hard is like one of the most perfect movies. So well, yeah. Well, also, but but Die Hard actually takes place at a Christmas party. Like the Christmas is a doesn't make it a Christmas movie. movie. Party's just like it doesn't make it a Christmas movie. It certainly does. It came out July fifteenth. It was an it was was a block. It's supposed to be a summer blockbuster movie. I I also stand by my argument that that Christmas means different things to different people. So true. It's a great movie. I am. Oh, it's a wonderful movie. Shitting on Die Hard. And I never knew where there was a controversy until people started talking about it. And then I, I was like, what? What? Okay. This wasn't a thing five years ago. Just a point of this up. Then a point of a point of conversation here. A Christmas story came out before Thanksgiving. Oh, that's a Christmas movie. (laughs) Christmas is actually in the title of the movie. And Christmas is in the spirit of Die Hard. Die Hard. Are you kidding? Christmas is all about Die Hard. Mike, go ahead. Mike. Mike is. Mike is about is about to have like a stroke down there from (laughs) how much he's shaking his hand. Go ahead, Mike. (laughs) Um. So the whether regardless if you consider Die Hard a Christmas movie or not, or Lethal Weapon a Christmas movie or not, here's the difference between Die Hard and Lethal Weapon. The Christmas factor in the story of Die Hard does affect the story. A Christmas party is taking place. Bruce Willis goes to the Christmas party to go see his wife. He would not have done that on any other day of the year. So the fact that it's Christmas affects the story. The fact that Christmas is taking place during Lethal Weapon has zero effect on the story. You know, you could have placed the same story any other day of the year and it would played out the same exact way. Not with Die Hard. So if his wife's office was having a Halloween party. Right. Then a Die Hard a Halloween movie? 
No, no, I'm not. Absolutely. <laughs> Good point. Good point. Yes, where I stand on, you know, Die Hard is, yes, it is a Christmas movie. But what I'm saying is the arguments that it's taking place during Christmas or not actually has an effect on the storyline of Die Hard. So to answer your question, yes, if a Halloween party was going on, then, you know, that would have an effect on the story. Um, Art, you were shaking your hand. Is that because... Is that because Mike made the point you wanted to make? Oh, or? I'm agreeing with him. Yeah, absolutely. And also, so everybody knows, A Miracle on 34th Street came out in the beginning of October. Close to the holidays. Though. The main character is Santa Claus. Are Christmas you sure? isn't in the title, Joe. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> and a whip. <laughs> the main character is Chris Kringle, and it's never verified if he's actually a Santa Claus. I was like, the main character is a man with him. mental illness. Come on. Exactly. He's about a fucking lunatic who just makes things happen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't I I totally get what what Mike and Art are saying and all it, it just I guess it's kind of yeah it, it, it just this is something all, we're all just not going to agree on <laughs> to me a Christmas movie actually usually has Christmas in the title <laughs> a Christmas Not story, usually. a Christmas carol, white Christmas. Christmas. Oh, so those are the only ones. So <laughs> Elf. <laughs> Elf is in a Christmas movie. Elf star Christmas movie. is in a Christmas, Christmas movie. Hold a second. Elf is about one of the elves. Work Christmas or, or, or well, what well, well, was? What are you saying? There's no other elves. Oh, you're already backpedaling, Joe. Totally all you gotta thing. do is look at. All you gotta do is look at Scandinavian history. They celebrate totally elves all year fucking around. Lord like of the Rings movies. is a Christmas movie because it has elves. <laughs> there you go. Harry Potter's a Christmas movie. I think I just need to. Right. Mute Every one of those movies it. has a whole segment with Christmas in the theme. That's and true. That's true. So we would have to say that Harry Potter is a Christmas franchise. Yeah. Because at least the at least the first few movies all have a scene and and the books as well have a scene that take place at Christmas. All right. That's an now, excellent is point. It Christmas or is it secular because of the, they call it the Yule Ball? <laughs> yeah. But does Christmas affect the story? <laughs> yeah, they wouldn't yeah, be Would Harry Potter not fight Voldemort if it wasn't because of Christmas or something? I don't know. Wow. Well, That's come deep. Out July man. 15th. That's well, deep. I'm just gonna keep saying that. <laughs> it says something that this has been our. It says something that this has been the topic which has had the most uh, spirit. Yeah. From us this evening. <laughs> yep. The best All Christmas right. movie is "We're No Angels." By the way. That's right. <clears throat> All right. Well, Dave, I think this is a pretty good place to end. Is there anything? Is there any points you would like to make? prior to ending this episode this evening, whether it be about Die Hard or Christmas gifts or anything else. God bless us, everyone. Oh, every time Aww. a bell rings, our hall gets COVID. <laughs> <laughs> now quit ringing all right, those goddamn well, bells, all of you out there. <laughs> well, listen uh, to all of you listening. Uh, as I said, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy Festivus, as Seinfeld uh, introduced or Kramer introduced or no, excuse me, George George 
Costanza. George, George's father. Come on, Joe, get Good it together. God, I, God, God what the hell is wrong with me? And <laughs> Stiller. And God bless us, everyone. Um, Art, please play us out. Are you off your fucking meds or something? I got the blues. I got the blues. I've got the blues. We're gonna have the hap, hap, happiest Christmas since Bing Crosby tap dance with Danny fucking K. There we go. <laughs>